Welcome back to another episode here on Viewpoints. I am your host, Jordan Voiles, and I'm here with Pastor Sean. He is our student pastor. Sean, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a few weeks in a row. I'm loving it. Yes. Yeah. We're kind of uh, we're kind of in this thing, you know. <laughs> we've been doing a lot of episodes, but it's been fun. Um, but Pastor John just got done teaching, and we're still in uh, master class. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about how to love in real life. Yeah. Uh, and again, like we, we've talked about before this podcast, that we could go a month, two months talking about just the Sermon on the Mount series mm-hmm. and, and what Jesus mm-hmm. talked about. But today we want to talk about a little bit something uh, interesting that I think that may annoy some people, <laughs> but I think it's something that we should talk about as Christians. Agreed. Uh, because I think we see it a lot. Uh, but it's keeping your promise or promise keepers. Uh, people make a big deal out of promises, like pinky promises, uh, sworn to secrecy, people when people are sworn into office. Why do you think, or why is there so much emphasis on keeping your promise? Yeah, uh, and, and it's like all those questions are conditional, right? Mm-hmm. Like, where did the pinky promise come from? It's like, well, because if you break your promise, you lose your pinky, right? <laughs> uh, whenever you Oh, get... is that really why? I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I think so. I think so. I think that was part of it. <laughs> Um, all my fingers would be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think what you just said actually touches on the why. Yeah. Um, there's so much emphasis that we place on on promises, and we up the stakes for people. Mm-hmm. That whenever whenever we ask somebody if they can help us out with something, uh, or if they're going to tell the truth in a situation, it's like we have to raise the stakes beyond just them keeping their word. And I think the big reason is that we know. And we've experienced the hurt of a broken promise. Yeah. That whenever somebody says, yeah, hey, I'm going to be there for you, and then they aren't, we know, we know what that feels like, mm-hmm. and, and we've got experience with that. And so I think we put all these stakes on promises, and we put all these conditions on promises where, like, and you hear them all over the place, oh, right? Yeah. Like, if somebody's going to go and give testimony in, in a courtroom, right, mm-hmm. they get sworn in before yeah. they give their testimony, uh, we have people all over the place uh, saying like, oh yeah, I swear on my life, I swear to God, I swear on my mama, like mm-hmm. all these different like promises, these swears that people make. And it's really interesting the way that Jesus touches on this in Sermon on the Mount, I think is really powerful. Uh, in Matthew chapter 5, he talks about uh, the importance of, of keeping an oath. Uh, and this the whole Sermon on the Mount was kind of like, following God 2.0, mm-hmm. that hey, this is what you've heard, but this is what I'm telling you now. Like, this is really how this gets lived out. And so he he says, you know, do not swear an oath at all. Mm-hmm. Don't don't put an oath on anything. He says, don't buy, don't swear by heaven because that's God's throne. You don't, you don't have that. That's not yeah. yours to swear by. Uh, you can't swear by anything on the earth because this is, that's God's footstool. Like, that's not yours. Uh, it says, don't swear by Jerusalem, right? Like, this was very common in the time for Jewish culture, is like uh, swearing by the, the holy city. Uh, and Jesus is saying, well, no, don't do that, because that's really God's city. Uh, and then don't swear on your life, because it's not yours. Like, you can't right. change the the color of the hair on your head, so you can't offer your life wow. in an oath. You can't offer your head in an oath. And what he says is so powerful when he's talking about making a promise, uh, all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Mm. And really what I think he's getting at is that broken trust. Right. Because who's who's the original liar? Yeah. It's Satan. Satan. Yeah. The original liar. Uh, the original breaker of trust. Mm. And so from that moment on, 
whenever Adam and Eve believed that lie and they stepped into that sin and the whole world got broken and there became and there was a cost now mm-hmm. because of that broken trust and those broken promises but i think we put that stake over people's heads or we we expect people to make a promise based on something to swear based on something mm-hmm. uh, and i just think that it is because we have just been broken before and and so I, i'm curious what what if somebody had like broken a promise, what do you yeah. think is the most that you've been owed based on what somebody swore by? Because I feel like I, I feel like there are a few uh, mamas out there that people have <laughs> sworn to me by and have been some broken promises. So I'm, I'm curious if you've got an example or something like that. Man, I don't know. There's definitely been a lot of broken promises, and which kind of leads me to my next question of, do you feel like that we are, as Christians, held to a higher standard? Obviously, Jesus says we are, mm-hmm. but why isn't that we're not talking about this? Because there's been a lot of times, Sean, that I've been like, man, like that per- that person promised again. Mm. And I don't know if we can actually say this, but do you feel like it kind of goes into the category of like lying? Do you feel like mm. that could go into like, oh, he, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's so-and-so. Yeah, he promised he's going to be there, but he's probably not. And so that's, that's kind of where I want to touch on. A little bit on it too. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that could go into that category of like that person is just is just a liar? He, I can't trust him. Yeah, and I and I would say yes. And I think it's why Jesus makes it so clear right. that all you need to say is simply yes or no. And I, and I think that saying yes or no isn't where the problem comes in. It's letting that yes mean yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because what happens whenever somebody falls through on a promise? Oh, I totally meant to be there for you. Oh, I totally meant to do that, but I had something come up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anytime somebody breaks a promise, there's usually some excuse that that accompanies it. And so for the Christian, um, I I think that we've got to view this through a pretty severe lens whenever we're making promises, that we've got to be have this sober judgment about I you're right. if I can really fulfill this or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, James, uh, it, one of the letters in the New Testament, he wrote uh, pretty much the same thing that, that Jesus was talking about in the Sermon on the Mount. It says, Above all, my brethren, do not swear by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, lest you fall into judgment. Mm. And so right there, James is saying, like, look, this is a, this is a big deal this to God. This is a big deal. Yeah. That there, there's judgment at stake here, that this isn't just about intentions. This is about keeping your word and, and maintaining the trust. And the reason why I think it's so important is because if we're going to say I'm a Christian, what we're saying is I'm following Jesus, mm-hmm. that my life is a reflection of Jesus's life, that I have been saved from my sins, that I am have been clothed with his righteousness, and that I'm going to live by the example that he set, and then join him in the resurrection life. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what we're saying whenever I'm a Christian. And so if I'm going to be following Jesus, then I've got to do what Jesus did and live how Jesus lived. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, it says this. This is an amazing verse. There's songs written about this verse because it's so good. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That God is promise keeper. And so if we're gonna if we're gonna live like Christ, we've got to be promise keepers. And yeah. where I think this really becomes a practical thing is you've got to just be honest. Yeah. Um, it, I think this is an important boundary for people to learn how to set in their lives, and, it, and it's important judgment and discernment to have 
over your own capabilities. I think there can be pride that gets in the way of this. I think there can be even some well-intentioned yeses that are given. Right. But whenever they turn into no's because of other circumstances or because we're stretched too thin or because of an emergency that comes up, we risk falling into that judgment because yeah. the intentions didn't matter whenever the actions didn't come to back that up. And so something that I tell my students is is in these conversations about them relying on God because he keeps his promises. I tell them, you know, I wish that I could promise you that I'm not going to let you down, mm-hmm. but I will. Yeah. Absolutely. I will. Absolutely. There will be a time whenever I can't come through for you. Mm-hmm. It, it'll happen because you're going to need me at a time and I'm not. my phone's not going to be near me. Or you're going to be looking for something that, that I can't provide for you. And so there'll be times whenever I'm, I'm going to let you down. But I know that God won't and the Bible affirms that he won't. And yeah. so I think for, for the Christian, you've got to pay really close attention to what you're saying yes to. And also be okay with saying no to things. Yeah. If you know, man, I've got a busy day. I've got a full plate. Maybe it's just best to just say no and not break a promise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. rather than say like, yeah, I really want to be there for you. So yes, I'm going to come through and then you can't. Right. I think that's exactly where I was going to go to of just, I think people have forgotten the art of just saying no. Mm -hmm. But I also think that people, it almost becomes a lifestyle of going that, they have a group of friends that they can say that to, but they don't understand if they say it to one person, it affects them differently when you don't follow through with that promise. Yeah. And so I just, as Christians, I think we need to be more mindful of who, like you said, who we're saying yes and no, or maybe to, uh, maybe could even be, yeah. that's a weird one. It's a know? weird one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's like, well, well okay. Think, <laughs> yeah. And I don't think there's anything sinful about saying, Hey, it depends. We're being honest and be like, Hey, I've got a lot on my plate. Right. I would like right. to come through for you, but I can't make that promise. Mm-hmm. I think that's perfectly fine. I don't sure. think you need to be like, hey, there's no way I'm going to do that for you because then you might end up with more free time on your hands than you thought you had. <laughs> right. And now what do you do? You sit at home and watch Netflix because you told them you couldn't do it? <laughs> I don't know if that, I think right. that might be going a little too far with yeah. it. Um, but that. I think that maybe it can be appropriate sure. that it's like, hey, I'm not sure if I can make that promise right now mm-hmm. uh, because I've got these things on my plate. And I think whenever you're having community with people and you're being authentic and you have people that yeah, just love real. you and, yeah. and you can just be real and be That's honest good. with people. I think that goes such a long way. And the reason that is so important is because there's going to be a non-believer that asks a question to somebody who they know is a Christian, mm-hmm. maybe ask them to come through on something. And if a Christian breaks that promise, that person isn't just going to see, oh, this was, that was just my friend right. who didn't come through for me. They're going to say, isn't that they're, they're a Christian. Yeah, they're representing They're supposed Christ. to be honest, yeah, like more absolutely. than anybody else. And so the expectation's got to be high. That's awesome. Well, Sean, thank you so much for talking about it. Um, I think you, you touched on some really good points of how we should be and how we should act as Christians. And just being real, yeah. I think it's going to help a lot of people. To listener, stop saying yes when you are not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sean, thank you. To listener, God bless. 